0: Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about eliminating objections even before your prospective customer thinks about it. Yes, we're gonna talk about filling up your sales pages and all your marketing material with every single reason under the sun why someone should want to buy from you and buy from you now. You're going to get some really practical tips coming to you after this short break. We're back. But before we get into today's episode, I want to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time or you have been joining me for multiple episodes. Thank you very much for being here and spending your time with me. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and smash that subscribe button so that way, as soon as I drop an episode, you can be able to access it lickety split. And let's be friends on social. If you haven't done so already, make sure you connect with me on. Denise Chi Lee on Twitter or find me Denise George Lee on LinkedIn. There you'll be reaching other articles and tips to help you not just elevate your mindset, but obviously get the tools to help grow your service-based business and or personal brand. And lastly, if you haven't done so already, visit me on Leecom Make sure that you read my articles, click the courses tab for offerings and just learning more about me and how I can help you and not just your mindset, but your money. And that being said, let's get into today's episode about eliminating objections. Objections is basically one of the biggest hurdles. I think all of us as service-based entrepreneurs, personal brands, product-based business owners, frankly, all of us have to come through. And let's be honest with one another. Online, everybody is trying to sell something. And we obviously know that certain things are not as good as others. And even for us as business owners, we are skeptical about who to go to for our business needs, who to go to for our service needs, and frankly, who to trust, period, because it just seems like everybody is willing to say everything under the sun just to make a buck and I know that obviously if you're listening to this kind of episode you are a heart-based person you are someone who really believes that your products and our services are going to make a big difference so I know you're not a sleazy sketchy person but unfortunately we are working in an environment where there's a lot of people who are saying and doing everything to get a fast buck and it's really hard for us to differentiate between who is actually real and who isn't really Genuine, And so I just want to let you know that it is normal, it is acceptable that there is a quite amount of skepticism, especially if you don't have a household name built up, especially if you are just working yourself from relative obscurity to just trying to build any type of brand notoriety. And I understand that it can be frustrating. So the whole purpose of this episode is to kind of help us figure out how to market in a way and remove our objections that is obviously we're not lying. We're not trying to misrepresent ourselves or misrepresent our products, but we are going to be focusing on the things that we can do on our end to make the sale. And I want to assure you that this is really necess- not necessarily about the ones and twos. This is really about you showing your products and our services to a, a large amount of numbers, and then we can make adjustments. But the tips that I have to share are just kind of like a general overview of what you should consider, what you should be thinking about um, as regards to how we're going to remove those objections. One of the reasons why we don't have really good sales is, number one, is we're not showing it to enough people. I I think that for a lot of us, we may have uh, put our stuff out there, but let maybe say 20 eyeballs looked at it. But really, when we show it to 100 plus people, then we can have some better statistics. So I want to, before we start off, I just want us to have a realistic expectations on all of this stuff. You really need to have at least 100 to 200 plus people um, looking at your sales offers before you start refining. Because this is what I see a lot of new entrepreneurs doing. They put something online and even though they say, oh, well, it's been on there for months and I haven't had any sales. But when I ask them, how many people have viewed it? How many people have actually Puts a card in, like, well, maybe 10 or 20. That's not enough eyeballs. I want you, for everything that I have to say, I want you to be aware of how many people are looking at it, how often are they looking at it. And oftentimes, the biggest obstacle really is getting more brand awareness. And then, based on um, as many people looking at our stuff, then we can retool and refine. But that being said, let's talk about the reasons why people don't buy, and then we can just talk about how to overcome some of those objections. Number one is your price point. The price point, when I say is literally, is it too high or is it too low? Oftentimes when the prices are too high hi, we're not doing a good enough job of showcasing their value, showcasing the use, showcasing where they can be benefiting. And this is where case studies and testimonials and actual success stories can really come into play. And if you don't have a case study or testimonial, then you can do a character testimonial saying, for example, Let's say you're a beginning coach and you don't really have a lot of people uh, providing testimonial. Well, you can have someone giving you a character testimonial and saying, and your name is Susie. Let's just say your name is Susie. I know your name is not Susie, but (laughs) unless there's a woman who's actually named Susie who's listening, but for laughs and giggles sake, your name is Susie and someone's going to give you a character testimonial and say, Susie's a really outstanding person. She's really committed to helping people succeed. I've seen her and her professional life, really helping people overcome their limiting beliefs or whatever type of coaching program that you're doing. That's a type of character testimonial. Other t- other type of testimonial is obviously I, my clients can be able to receive ex- on average $10,000 within six months of working with me or whatever that you've obtained with your clients. I know for a lot of us, especially as us as introverts, have a hard time bragging on ourselves and a hard time actually giving ourselves attaboy. But here's the thing, you're gonna have to get over that because people really wanna see some type of social proof. People really wanna see like how your methodology, your product has been successful and that has to be included as part of The explanation of why certain things are priced, why you're charging the things that you do because of the success, because of how someone has benefited. The other thing that you can do to help amp up that confidence level in regards to the the price point is for you to explain in comparison why lower ticket offers, why other things that are similar and their price low is unsuccessful, why it's not, it can be as useful as what you're doing. For example, I charge $100, but that also includes this particular feature or this particular type of element that is not found. And this particular element that I provide as part of my program or my software or whatever you're doing helps helps people improve their success rate helps people improve how they can be able to achieve their goals cuz think about this when we buy something we're not buying things for the peck of buying things we we want a particular end result we want a particular feeling we want a, we want a particular satisfaction for example i think about and this is just on the top of my mind, I think about shoes, right? I don't buy shoes necessarily for comfort and style, right? I buy my shoes because I want to avoid the pain of having my feet on a whole uh, uncomfortable surface. I want these particular shoes because I want to be able to minimize uh, back pain. Think because I don't want to spend any time or money at the doctor's office because I'm tired of back pain or whatever your product does. Don't think about the surface level things. Start thinking two, three levels deeper to why people buy the things. For example, if you're in the fashion industry, people don't buy fashion, fashionable clothing or shoes or whatever because they necessarily want to feel stylish. They want to do it because they want to feel confident about themselves. They want to do it because they want to emphasize certain parts of their body that make them feel good about themselves. Think about the reasons why people want to feel good about themselves because think about it. Everyone, we purchase stuff on balance to avoid pain and seek pleasure. And if we can dial in specific ways that we can achieve the results, that they, they can achieve the certain results that they're seeking, write that along. And that's why it's priced this way, because they're not going to be finding anything that's quite similar other than what you have to offer. And make sure that you emphasize that over and over again throughout the testimonials throughout comparing your products to other similar brands. That's okay. You don't have to mention specific names, but you could say other retailers who sell similar products charge $40, but doesn't include X, Y, and Z. You're getting all this for a discounted rate of Z dollars. You have to think about specifically your industry and how things are being sold. I'm just giving you general talking points about that. Okay, Here's the thing. People don't want to buy something unless they are 100% confident that other people have been able to achieve something similar. So like I said, if you don't have the, um, the results from other people in terms of actual customers, you can have character testimonials, or you can A lot of people in the beginning of their business, they can um, give free samples out and then have reviews from that. I don't want you to believe that you're discounting yourself by having it at a lower price point, at least in the beginning of your business, because you want to build up that social proof. You want to build up assurance for your customer base that what you have to offer is good. It's being able to be utilized within your target customer. So don't be afraid of, in the beginning of your business, selling it at a lower rate as you build up that credibility. And I know that it may feel like, I don't want to have people take advantage of, of you. And if you're one of those people who feel like I don't want to be taken advantage of, one of my suggestions for you is to actually make a contract with your, within yourself and saying that only about five customers or about $400 worth of value, I will discount at this lower rate until I can pick up steam and get more clients. That's another option for you, okay? One of the other things that you can do to help overcome ejections is to have a FAQ. When I say FAQ is a frequently asked question section. You can have this on your own website. You can have this obviously if you are having your product being hosted on Amazon or eBay or Shopify or wherever, or Etsy or wherever, have a uh, frequently asked question. And it can definitely be able to um, remove the hesitation by asking the questions that if you were on the fence, if you were afraid of making this purchase, what would you want to know? Would you want to know about the return policy? Do you want to know about the size? Do you want to know about the cut? Do you want to know how to use it? When to use it? The batteries, the length of use, whatever. Do not ever think that there's such thing as a silly question or something that is obvious. Because a lot of times we, as the business owner or the entrepreneur, we really are so wrapped into all the details of our stuff. We just intuitively know it. But our customer, they don't know it. They don't know about how the inner workings of how our product works. So we literally have to explain it. And here's a tip for you, is that I want you to Show this to a friend and or a cousin or someone that is completely ignorant about how your product or service works and ask them, do they understand? If they just looked at your product or service and you explain it, ask them, do you have any questions? Is there something that I'm missing out? Do you, What do you really want to learn more about? Because oftentimes when you ask someone who's just completely unfamiliar, they'll be able to come up with ideas that you haven't even thought or considered. And I want you to make sure that you have that. Throughout your website, because oftentimes and not like your community is going to tell you things that you didn't otherwise consider. And sometimes, here's another idea: is you've got a social media account. Literally, put your product or explain your service, and say, "Hey, please, um, do you have any questions about what I have to offer? Or please let me know if there's something else that I am not explaining." And the way that social media works is they are very quick, (laughs) without hesitation, to let you know whether or not um, you're not providing enough details or not being specific about certain things, and they will let you know without hesitation. One of the other things you can do to remove the uh, objections rather and Limit the resistance is literally uh, to provide a money back guarantee. Now I know, I know. Some of you guys say, "Oh no, they're gonna they're gonna take advantage of it. They're gonna buy my stuff and then they're gonna return it." And I, I, I definitely understand where that comes from. But here's the thing: if you're really confident that your product or service is gonna work, then you will literally put your money where your mouth is. Now I have heard of horrible situation stories where. I think about one specific entrepreneur that I that's really big, at least in the direct marketing industry, and I was actually shocked to find out that he has a 40% return rate, and a lot of these people are more or less repeat buyers. Now, he has a Zendesk... Um, he uses a program called Zendesk and can filter out the people who come back again and again and again, and he's more or less banned them as a customer because these people are just more or less trying to uh, take their take his resources for free of charge. Now, those are the exceptions and not the rules, okay? On Barrage, most people are really afraid of especially buying stuff from service providers because they're uncertain. But if you are ready and willing to allow yourself to be vulnerable to that, you will find more often than not, you're going to have a lot more people purchasing your stuff. And they're not going to go through the hoops um, of trying to ask for refunds or exchanges or whatever. If you are really firm about making it clear within your sales page, especially in your order checkout page, like the terms and conditions for returns and exchanges. That's why we have to have someone that's not us to kind of take a look at our stuff and say, okay, what holes, what gaps, what things are not... Um, Being explicitly explained and being cleared out. I think the more time that we're being clear and the more time we're explaining what we can and cannot do as as a service provider, that will kind of minimize uh, and mitigate people from wanting to take advantage of us. But I do believe on average for products that are 100 and below, or whatever, like allow, be have a generous return and exchange policy. It's not going to hurt you, at least in the beginning of your business. It's definitely something that's going to help you build trust, build credibility, and it's going to help you to literally put your money to your mouth as in terms of what, how much amount of value and quality that you put into your product and or service. And the last thing that I want to share about eliminating the objections, and this is really important, I don't really see a lot of people doing, is literally explaining who this product is intended for. Literally explain it right up front and clear. One of the things that I do as a a coach is I literally explain to my clients, before you even go to the checkout button, I want you to... Learn a little bit more about me. And I want you to really ask yourself how deep and how much are you committed to your own personal and or professional growth? Because literally, I have so many people who they're just so hungry and they're so desperate to make a sale that they just feel like, okay, I'll just take this course. I'll just do these quick little things, but they're not really serious because they don't have a deep desire. But if you are really explicitly clear on who is Best ideal for a particular product or service or whatever you're doing, then it really eliminates the tire kickers. It really eliminates the people who are just looking for a short fix, the people who are really committed to their own growth. And I know this might feel like, oh, I'm alienating. Oh, I'm not really, I could be eliminating sales, especially in the beginning of my business. But let me assure you, if you are very crystal clear upfront about who can use this, how they can use this, and why this particular type of person is most ideal for this, you are going to find that you're going to have a lot better success rate in terms of how many uh, positive reviews you're going to have. You're going to have better results. And more more often than not, you're going to have more people having referrals to you. And it's all about you just being honest, upfront, and clear, and saying this is who my this particular product and our service is good for, and this is why, and this is how you can be able to use it effectively. This I remember this one particular um, program that my my own mentor was was particularly selling. He literally put in his his sales page. He said, "This is." for only for experienced marketers who are making consistent 20K or more in their business and are looking to do X, Y, and Z. I, he was just up front. He was really clear. This is not for you if you fill these demographics. This is you if you are and blah, blah, blah. For some of us, we're being way too vague as to how we sell ourselves. Now, for example, I think about let's go back to the clothing example now there's specific clothing that's designed for a specific type of woman right the clothing that is geared towards preteens or is not the same that is dealt with someone who is a mature woman or, or elderly woman and they're very clear about hey you know if you uh, have concerns about let's just talk about uh, uh, cellulite or some other things this this can cover you up versus like if you're young and you want to show off your belly button and you want to do a crop top. Like it literally will show you through their pictures and their images and some of the language they use. Like this is the intended audience. This is the people who would most likely buy this particular outfit or this clothing. This can this translate this idea to whatever. Industry that you're in, that be very clear, and not just the words that you use, but the images you use also, and explain like this is who is the intended person to be utilizing this product, and in some cases your service, depending on your industry right now, and that's okay because a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to offend, I don't want to, you know, I. I, I Alienate certain people, but here's the thing: if you want to be effective in business, if you want to be effective in your marketing, you're gonna, you're going to alienate. You're going to isolate certain other demographics from the other. And that's okay. That's all part of it. Because here's the thing. Polarizing can actually have a very magnetic pull for the people who are ideal for your product and or service. Let me repeat that again. Polarizing can actually have a magnetic pull for those who can best utilize your product and our service. There's no sense of trying to appeal to everyone because if we're trying to appeal to everyone, then we're appealing to no one at all. So get crystal clear about the words that you use the images you use, and being intentional about making it clear who can best utilize this. All right. That's it. Let me just recap everything we talked about. Eliminating objections is definitely something that we all need to get better at. And the ways that we can do it is we can obviously be very clear about our language in terms of our images. The, the text that we use we can be able to have a frequently asked questions we can have a money back guarantee and we can also literally just ask people what would let them Feel more confident asking for reviews, asking for people for their input online or just your neighbor or someone that is not in your industry because trust and believe people who are not in our industry are a little bit more objective than others. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said that really resonated with you? Let me know. Send me a message at hello at And if you've been really loving my episodes and everything that I have to share, I would love it if you could write me a review. Let me know. I want to send you a token of my appreciation. If you also email me at hello at deniseglee.com. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm hoping that this episode was really beneficial. Well, that is it. Thank you. Take care and be awesome.